Welcome to the B2B Content Audio Blog with Radix Communications. Hello and welcome to episode two of the B2B Content Audio Blog. My name's David Maguire and I'm a B2B copywriter at Radix Communications. If you missed the first episode, this is a weekly B2B writing blog for marketers who don't have time to read, but might enjoy a quick listen on the commute or when they're out on a run. Each week, we pick a particularly popular or interesting blog post from the archives. If you want to find the full text later or to check out our other podcast, you'll find a link in the show notes. We'd also love to hear what you think of this idea, good, bad, or indifferent. Drop us a line on podcast at radix-communications.com, tweet me at radixcom, or leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. Our second blog comes courtesy of the incomparable Kieran Haynes, and it's entitled Everything You Need to Know About Writing a B2B Case Study. The written case study is the WD-40 of B2B marketing tools. It's been around forever, it's not exactly glamorous, and it's popular for one simple reason. It works. Regularly lubricating those narrow few inches at the base of the sales and marketing funnel. The power of the case study is easy to understand. What's more persuasive than learning how a company has helped someone just like you and helped them so much, they'll sign up to tell the world about it. But some case studies are way more powerful than others because, let's be clear about this, writing a genuinely brilliant case study is tough. You need 100% commitment from your company and the customer. You need above-average interviewing and writing skills, and of course, you need the magic formula. Prologue. The case study formula. Unlike a can of WD-40, what goes into a case study is far from a trade secret. As Radix's glorious leader explained in a recent B2B copy chat, the basic formula is simple. 1. The challenge. 2. The solution. 3. The benefits. 4. Glowing customer quote. You can mess with the order of these elements, but unless you're writing for a particularly iconoclastic brand, you'll save yourself both time and trauma by leaving well alone. This flow is natural and chronological and provides a solid structure for everything from your interview questions to your first draft. Chapter 1. Getting the Background Track down the best person to talk to about the case study. This will usually be the customer's main point of contact with your company. Arrange a quick call with them to discuss what the customer does, what the customer bought, what they think the case study should focus on, who you should talk to at the customer company and what their job entails, where the case study will be published, if there's an existing template you need to work to. You'll also want to establish who will attend the call with the customer and who will lead. Your ideal scenario is as follows. One, you will lead the call. You've a short time to get all the information you need to write this thing. Plus, it's important to have the freedom to go off script if you suddenly spot a great new angle on the story. And two, only the customer and you will attend. In our heart of hearts, we all know the quality of a telephone call is inversely proportional to the number of people on the line. 
By the time you're done, you should have a basic understanding of the solution part of your case study, i.e. what was sold, when, and how, be it a product, a service, or a combination of both. This won't just help you prepare for the customer call, it'll let you focus on the stuff that only they can tell you. Chapter 2. Writing your questions. Remember the other bits of the formula? The challenge the customer was facing, the benefits, how the solution solved these challenges and then some, and the customer's overwhelmingly positive feelings about the whole experience. Put together a list of open questions designed to give the customer ample chance to talk about each of these subjects. Always prepare more questions than you think you'll have time for, and always prioritise, aiming to cover the most essential points early on. If you need extra inspiration, my colleague George has some excellent advice on weird but powerful questions, many of which can be used to great effect in a case study interview. We'll include a link in the show notes. Chapter 3. Talking to the Customer In B2B Copy Chat, we asked, what is the most important part of a case study to get right? And Jason Stockwell of Modern replied, IMO, initial client interview is important. Thoughts? Yes, Jason, a thousand times yes. In these 30 or so minutes, the case study's potential for greatness will be decided. The material you gather from the customer will dictate how much or how little you can achieve at your keyboard later on. Here's how to run the call. Number one, arrive first. You're representing yourself and the brand if you work for an agency, and leaving a customer hanging is always less than professional. Number two, greet the customer warmly when they join and introduce yourself. Number three, recap the purpose of the call. Number four, check how long the customer has and reprioritize your questions accordingly. Number five, ask if you can record the call and, assuming they agree, set your recorder rolling. Number six, work through your questions, keeping an ear open for answers that suggest further questions and an eye on the clock. Number seven, mentally or literally, tick off the formula elements as you cover them. Number eight, press for concrete results, e.g. how much money has the solution already saved the customer? How much faster in hours or days or weeks can they now do the thing that they need to do? How many extra people would they need to do this stuff manually, etc.? Number nine, ask any bonus questions that have occurred to you during your conversation. And number 10, wrap things up by thanking the customer for their time and assuring them they'll get to review a draft of the story before it's published. If you want more interviewing tips, you'll find plenty in the original post. Chapter four, writing the damn thing. You know how you work best. I always create an outline of the case study first with sections based on the magic formula and listen back to my recording of the call, filling in the gaps as I go. Here are some classic best practices to guide you as you type. Lead with your biggest result. Your headline has to capture attention and sell the rest of the piece. Unless it really doesn't fit with the story you're trying to tell, be sure to put your most concrete and most impressive result front and centre. Such as, how Radix learnt to write blinding B2B copy 160 times faster. 
Make the customer the hero, but keep the business case clear. A great case study pulls the deftest of balancing acts. It tells a hugely relatable story about the human beings involved, but it also keeps the one thing the reader really needs to know, the incredible business results, front and centre. Right from the heart, but you subheads, box outs, pull quotes, essentially every trick in your pencil case to make those cold, hard benefits leap out to someone who's just scanning the page. Make everyone look good. Your interviewees will often trust you with information that could be used to show their business in a bad light. When this happens, tread extra carefully. Your job, more than anything else, is to make everyone look good. If you don't, you risk damaging the customer's trust in the vendor and landing yourself with hours of major amends. Don't be scared to edit the customer's ramblings. Few people train to be copywriters. If they did, there would be the same beautiful moment on every course a couple of weeks into the first term. The lecturer would leave the whiteboard and its arcane hieroglyphs, MOFU, CMO, ROI, turning slowly to face the hall. They'd pause, just long enough to win the attention of its 50 wide-eyed undergrads, and in a slow, patient voice, gentle as a hand placed on the shoulder, they'd say, It's okay. You can rewrite what your customer said to make it read well. They won't sue you. If anything, they'll be pleased. Do strive to keep the customer's voice. The fact you've actually spoken to the customer automatically elevates your case study above a lot of the case studies sent out into the world. So... When you add their glowing testimonial, be sure to preserve their more interesting turns of phrase and speech patterns. It'll add life and authenticity to the finished piece. Frankly, I always aim to keep as much of the customer's voice in there as humanly possible. If you can tell their story almost entirely in their own neatly quoted words, so much the better. Remember the call to action. What should the reader do when they've finished reading? Since most case studies are designed to sit at the bottom of the funnel, the call to action will often be to get in touch with your company. Make your call flow neatly out of the story. For example, see how much faster you could write blog posts. And add a placeholder until you've identified the best link, phone number or email address. Chapter 5 acing the amends. Sharing the first draft of a B2B case study is a good feeling, but it's rarely the end of the story. Be ready to tackle amends from stakeholders at your company, then amends from the customer, then extra amends from either or both. This probably isn't your fault. It's just what happens when you're trying to please different parties with different agendas. But If you're charging for the work, say you work for a marketing agency rather than the vendor itself, be sure to factor this time in when you're giving your quote. Epilogue. I could drink a case of case studies. When everyone involved is fully engaged, the case study is easily one of the most rewarding content pieces to write.
You get to talk to a real human being who daily uses the thing you're trying to sell, giving you invaluable insight for future projects. And you get to make a lot of people feel good about what they do, which, you know, is nice. Use your new power wisely and have fun along the way. If you'd like to read the original blog post in full or to hear our discussion podcast, Good Copy, Bad Copy, you'll find links in the show notes. You can send your feedback, plaudits, comments, suggestions and abuse to podcast at radix-communications.com or reach us on Twitter at radixcom.com.